South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances dropped? Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. And just like that, February, the so-called month of love, comes to an end. Happy Monday and welcome to my podcast, Taking the Rams by the Horns in partnership with Sowetan Live. My name is Rams Mabote. Now that the dust has settled a bit about the dramatic exit of Andre de Reiter from ESCOM, I thought it is my time to weigh in on the matter. The more I reflect on this matter, the more I am convinced that our problem is not under the radar. Our problem is actually ETV journalist Annika Larsen. She is the native that caused all the trouble. Now, before you scream attack on media freedom, let me explain. One, I think she is the reason Andre had that moment of, say, madness. What kind of CEO of a big organization goes into an interview that, you know, starts making the statements he made. Well, let me tell you what kind of CEO does that. It is a CEO who finds himself in the room alone, face to face, with such a stunner. <laughs> he lost his marvels. I suspect most sane men would, would do the same. Andre, for a moment, was having his moment with Annika. He was charming the girl. He was no different from those of us who've promised the girl a full train and exclusive trek where it would ride. Damn it, he was no different from men who, at the opportunity of getting the girl, disowned their own kith and kin and saw that the girl was the only person in the world. <laughs> and so, as Andre had Annika's eyes fixed on him, and she was asking him all sorts of questions that should have remained unanswered. The brother could not resist the temptation. He unraveled. He spoke his heart out. He was being a hero in a cape giving the girl the world. And it was the world to Annika. Any journalist would kill for that kind of scoop. In fact, in one interview, Annika got more than 10 scoops. And I'm sure... If it was not of editing and time, Andre would have given more. Speaking for myself, if I sat on that chair and I had Annika all to myself, although in this case, journalistically speaking, Annika had Andre to, all to herself, I would have all gone on a singing parade that would have shamed a flock of canaries. Okay, okay. Let us get to the gist of Andre's revelations. To say they are startling, would be an understatement of huge proportions. I mean, in short, the writer accused, one, the ANC, the ruling ANC, shall I add, 
of eating ESCOM alive. Two, he accused President Cyril Ramaphosa and his ministers of doing nothing about it. And three, he accused the police of colluding with criminals. My next question is, where has state security been? Where have the police been? And where has the SANDF been when you've been calling for their support? And suddenly we have the army moving in once you announce your resignation. Mm. What's been their response prior to this? Uh, crickets, uh, really nothing at all. In fact, when we have uh, managed to make arrests, uh, in one instance, we, we managed to uh, effect the arrest of a buyer who had um, bought on behalf of ESCOM knee guards, which you use when you have to kneel to do welding or whatever the case may be. Now, these things cost about 320 rand a pair at Builders Warehouse. We paid 80,000 rand each. So the arrest was effected. I insisted that we had the equivalent of a perp walk at the power station. To make an example of... Exactly, you know, to demonstrate that we were taking crime seriously. But uh, the following day, the individual was released. Um, no charges on the instructions of a senior police officer. Crickets! <laughs> There's a soundbite right there meant exclusively for Annika. Oh, Andre. At some point, I was not sure whether to blame Annika or the food poisoning that Andre suffered recently. You know, you, you, you don't even think about these things. It was that the consistency of the foam was a bit different to normal, but I thought nothing of it. And then uh, about 15, 20 minutes after this cup of coffee, I started feeling uh, extremely nauseous and uh, off balance. Um, I became very confused. I was sitting opposite a colleague and I couldn't find the word for a power station. Uh, I said, it's a filling station, it's a petrol station, but I, for the life of me, I couldn't find the word for a power station. And um, I, I also started to yawn, uh, lack of oxygen. I started gasping for air, um, I, was, I was panting. Uh, and then I said, no, there's something there's something wrong here. I need to get to a doctor quickly. But seriously though, how outrageous that the police released the people ESCOM apprehended looting the utility. I am not shocked though, and if you are, you are in denial. The stories of police complicity are a dime a dozen in this country of ours. And that does not mean I believe under the radar. I just do not believe the police. If I thought that was shocking, well, Andre had more for Annika, sorry, for the nation. He then mentioned a conversation he had with a senior cabinet minister who in one line brought closer to home that seminal book by Michaela Wong. It is our turn to eat. I expressed my concern to a senior government minister about... Um, attempts, in my view, to water down governance around the 8.5 billion US dollars that, by and large, through ESCOM's intervention, we got uh, at COP26. Mm. And the response was, um, essentially, you know, you have to be pragmatic. You have to 
in order to pursue the greater good, you have to enable some people to to eat a little bit. I can only imagine at this time of the interview, Anika was like, right on, brother, in that voice of Clarence Carter. And Andre rode on. He was like a dog with a bone. He then went for the jugular, touching the ANC on its studio. Unfortunately, <clears throat> the ghosts of Marx and Lenin still haunt the halls mm. of Latuli House. Uh, people are still uh, firmly committed to a 1980s-style ideology. Mm. They still address one another as comrade, which is frankly embarrassing. They... Um, they use words like lumpen proletariat, uh, which is ridiculous because, um, you know, these things were last said in 1980s East Germany. And when such individuals talk to foreign diplomats and foreign investors, the, the, the bemusement, the, the puzzlement with which they leave those meetings really creates a big problem for South Africa's credibility because people say, well, we haven't heard this language since the fall of the Berlin Wall. What what do these people think? <laughs> not okay, Andre. You can accuse government of corruption. You are not alone. You can tell us that we are heading for stage eight load shedding. We know we are there already. You can even claim the police are helping criminals. We will laugh you off for sharing old news. But how dare you touch the glorious movement of the people? The ANC would have none of this. To say the party was enraged can only be a manifestation of my limited English vocabulary. In township parlance, the ANC was eating bottles. He has completely failed to deliver on this contractual obligation. Instead, he shifts the goalposts by advertising his right-wing ideological posture on a matter that falls outside the scope of his employment contract. Right there, in less than 20 seconds, the party secretary-general, Fikile Mbalula, dealt with Andre. Of course, the irony is lost on uh, Mr. Can't Fix It, that it was the same party that hired Andre, who did not come with what you would call a glorious CV to Megawatt Park to start with. Mbalula, though, had more advice for Andre. You were at the helm. You were the CEO. Expose corruption. We challenge you so that law enforcement can deal with it. Wait, but I thought Andre said he did exactly that, no? I shared the information with, with a minister, uh, I think I shouldn't mention names, but I but I did share it, and as well as with senior advisors to the president himself. I never informed the president personally, but um, I certainly gave the message through, which, by the way, I'm obliged by law to do. It does not get higher than that. Andre says he took it to the west wing of the union buildings, and at that time of going to press with this podcast... I don't remember President Cyril Ramaphosa accusing Andre of being a liar. However, it was not Mbalula alone who was miffed. So was the tiger Gwede Mantashi. He must say Minister X has said this, Minister Y has asked for a cut, and Minister Z has done this. That's all we want. Because this thing of throwing a stone in the bush 
and hope that an animal will come out running is actually unscientific. And then Zwelinzi Mavavi. But he must come forward. He, must, uh, he mustn't just make allegations on television interview and then disappear and tell us that he's gone overseas. He must come forward with concrete information and evidence. I agree. I agree with both. Who does Andre think he is? How dare he says the cat among the pigeons and then gets onto his business class flight out of the country, just like that. It is still intriguing that all these attacks on Andre conveniently ignore the gist of his message. He has reported the crimes and concerns to the powers that be. Make whatever you want from this. Andre is gone now. Anika is sitting on a potentially award-winning story. The criminals are still out there. And the ANC is unhappy. But also, make no mistake about one thing. The Raider and others have got an obligation to expose them. The ANC does not corrupt, does not support corruption. The ANC is not corrupt. Famous last words. And that, my friends, concludes this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Twitter at Rams by the Horns and Sowetan Live. From me, Rams Mabote. Goodbye and God bless.